Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches. The Sermon and the Hymn of the Day for Sunday the 1st of August, the ninth Sunday after Trinity. And so our first reading today was from St Paul's letter to the Ephesians and he said, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. And that's my starting point today. So although I speak, may we all listen for the God who speaks to us. And this sermon is taken from an idea I once heard somewhere. In our first reading from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, Paul tells us, God wants you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. But what does that mean, to live a life worthy of the calling you have received? Well, actually, that's not quite where I want to start. Why? Because I think that there would be a great danger then of each of us trying to do the impossible. Isn't it so that when we try, strive, work hard to be worthy, we generally become our own harshest critics, able always to point out our faults in thought, word and deed, and never able to be good enough, worthy enough, perfect enough to please even or mainly ourselves. But should anyone suggest that we are good or worthy, a but, a big but, will be forming in our minds before we have even finished, before they have even finished their sentence. So let's start somewhere else. Did you know that the most expensive painting ever sold, as far as I know, is a picture of Leonardo da Vinci's, although that's still disputed, Salvatore Mundi, which was sold for $450.3 million at Christie's in New York in 2016. The work depicts Christ with his right hand raised in blessing and holding a translucent orb in his left. What makes a painting valuable? Well, things like authenticity, the importance of the artist, the subject, whether the painting is from a desirable phase in the artist's development, and whether it is in good condition. You and I are not just valuable paintings, whether we know it or not, and sadly many of us do not. We are the priceless creations of the world's very best artist and sculptor. Each one of us authentic and unique, fashioned by God in his own hand. And I think it is difficult to find a more important artist. Genesis tells us too that we are from the high point, the most desirable phase in the artist's development, when he decided to include his own image in his work. The subject of all of us is made in the image of God. And yet each exclusively showing to the world some unique fragment of God's own face and character, one entrusted to us alone. 
each carrying into the world the artist's God's declaration. And he looked and he saw that it was very good. We have a dignity and a worth, a worthiness, a provenance second to none that we cannot detach ourselves from, however much we might try. And if, as with many works of art, we become faded, lost, covered over, we can know that God sent his own son to find and to restore us at the cost of his own blood, already shed and enough for all. You and I, we are precious, priceless treasures, works of art, wherever we may find ourselves. And should we be lost for a while, it makes us only the more precious when we are found. All heaven rejoices when the one that was lost is found. You and I are worthy because God has made us, made us worthy and chosen to go on making us worthy. So then, being worthy of our calling is not about trying to be something we are not. It is about recognising who we truly are and who we are made to be. Paul tells us in Romans 8 that the whole creation is waiting breathless with anticipation for the unveiling of God's sons and daughters. So what does that look like? Owning our own roles as sons and daughters of the living God, princes and princesses of the kingdom of God. Becoming. Becoming. Some of becoming is about knowing who we truly are, reading the scriptures, meditating on the transforming truths about who we are every day. Says one writer, it's like looking in a beautiful mirror every day that reflects your true image. Some of becoming is about spending time in the company of the king and his son, allowing the spirit to teach us who they are and so who we truly are. Some of becoming is about following the example of Jesus, allowing him to feed and nurture and instruct us on being truly human and fully alive, as our journey through John chapter 6 has been teaching us. And some of becoming is about spending time with each other in fellowship, as with care and patience we build one another up in love. And finally, some of becoming is about each of us accepting our unique role, the tasks entrusted to us. We are each given responsibility to use our gifts and talents for the care of the treasure which is Christ's own flock, bought by the shedding of his blood on the cross. So as we try to do these things, let us pray. Open our minds to our true lineage and open our hearts to the riches of your grace, 
that we may live always in the glorious inheritance gifted to us, the sons and daughters of the living God. Amen. The source of that prayer is not known to me, but now you're familiar with it. Let's pray it one more time. Lord, open our minds to our true lineage and open our hearts to the riches of your grace that we may live always in the glorious inheritance gifted to us, the sons and daughters of the living God. Amen. And our hymn of the day, our response this morning, it's led for us by St Martin's Voices, and it's, Dear Lord and Father of mankind, forgive, us our, fool forgive our foolish ways, reclothe us in our rightful mind. That's our prayer for today. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a good day and have a great week.
Thank mm-hmm. you.